despite all the YouTube, basketball, even this show, I started as a writer and I am still a prolific writer. As a matter of fact, I send out emails damn near every day. I call this the daily game email. I want you to get this every day to your inbox completely for free. So simply go to workonmygame.com. That's workonmygame.com and get my emails directly to your inbox every day free of charge. Again, that's workonmygame.com. Wherever you're listening to the show, please subscribe to the show so that you are getting notified about every new episode that comes out and leave a rating of the show so that other people can know about it. We can move up the algorithm so other people can work on their game the same way you're working on your game. Now let's get to it. I send out a daily motivation text every single morning that is guaranteed to have you focused, sharp, and on point to start your day. And I promise you, you want to receive this message. All you have to do to join my text community is to text me at my number, 305-384-6894. Once you join, we'll tell you all your options for how often you can get text by us and all of that. Just text me at the number 305-384-6894 to get that daily motivation. There's an entire graveyard of entrepreneurs who thought they were going to create a brand new market that did not already exist. And they all were wrong. So when you walk past the cemetery, the entrepreneurship cemetery, you are stepping over their bones, their fossils, uh, because they're dead because they died trying to prove it. All right. So get rich or die trying. Most of them died. All right. They didn't get rich. They died trying. All right. You don't want to be that person. Step into a market that already exists. Pretty exceptional. Work on your game. I like the approach. Work on your fucking game. Everybody has, relates to what Dre's saying in a different way. Work on your game. I like the way he thinks. Work on your fucking game. I like the frameworks that he's put together. Work on your game. And I would highly recommend it to anybody that's trying to work on their game. Work on your fucking game. I think it's a good approach. It's a different approach too. Hey you, work on your game. Gave me something really good. Work on your game. Trailday.com. And his philosophy makes a lot of sense. Not only work on your game, perfect your craft. Work on your game. He knows how to communicate in such a fabulous way. I can't say it enough. Work on your game. The reason most people don't reach their goals in life is not because they never asked themselves what they want. Most of you do that. It's not because they're not willing to do the work. Most of you do a whole lot of that. It's because they never asked themselves the third key question, which is, who do I need to be? I wrote a book called The Mirror of Motivation that is all about asking and answering that question of and for yourself. That's why it's called The Mirror of Motivation. In that book, you're going to learn who you need to be as a person so that you can go get into that right energy, then do what you need to do, and then you'll be able to reach your goals and have what you want to have. And that sounds like the missing link in your process. And let me give you a hint. It is the missing link in your process. I'll give you a free copy of the Mirror of Motivation. All you have to do is cover the shipping and just go to mirrorofmotivation.com. Again, mirrorofmotivation.com. I will give you a free copy of that book so you can ask yourself the key question that you have never asked yourself, that most people never ask themselves, that will make all the difference in your success. Mirrorofmotivation.com. You are now tuned into the show where you learn discipline to show up day after day to do the work, the confidence to put yourself out there boldly and authentically and the mental toughness to continue showing up, doing the work, putting yourself out there, even when the success you've expected to achieve has yet to be achieved. And on top of all this, you get to use those personal initiative. What is that? That is the go-getter energy that moves any one of us, including yourself, 
to go and make things happen instead of waiting for things to happen. And then we put all this together into a series of frameworks, approaches, insights, strategies, and techniques all underneath the umbrella of one unified philosophy that is called work on your game. My name is Dre Baldwin, also known as Dre All Day, and welcome to the show. And today's topic is how to create your blue ocean for marketing yourself, your business, and included products and services. But before we get into that, remind everybody, I send a text every day, guaranteed to have you focus sharp and on point, called Daily Motivation. Send one every week, called Monday Motivation. Text me to join my text community for free to be getting those messages. My number is 305-384-6894. Secondly, work on your game university. That's the place where I do all of my coaching. It's the only place I do any coaching. It's the only way you can work with me directly is by being a member of Work On Your Game University. You can take care of that by going to workonyourgameuniversity.com. We got a couple different options there. All you got to do is schedule a time to get on a call with us. Once we find out who you are, where you're at, where you're going, what you think might be in your way, we feel you're a good fit and we believe we can help you. We'll tell you what your options are and we can move on from there. That out the way, let's get into the show, which is how to create your blue ocean. So first of all, let's get clear on what a blue ocean is. For those of you not familiar with what it is, then I'll explain how to create it. There is a book out there called The Blue Ocean Strategy, which if you have not read it, You already know what to do. If you hear me mention a book on this show, you need to go buy it and you need to read it. And you should probably read it more than once. And if you are an entrepreneur or a marketer, the concept of a blue ocean first starts with the understanding of a red ocean. A red ocean is, and I'm going to give you an analogy here so you can understand it. It's like an ocean that has a lot of fish and fish need to eat, right? Fish get hungry, but the ocean becomes red because there's not enough food for all the fish to eat. So hence, what happens is the fish start attacking each other so they can basically win. They're competing for the little bit of food that's available because there's more mouths to feed than there is food. So they start attacking each other and they start bleeding when they start attacking each other. Therefore, you got a lot of blood in the water. That's the red ocean. It's an ocean with a bunch of blood in it because there are too many mouths to feed and not enough food. A blue ocean, conversely, is an ocean where there is plenty of food to feed all the fish who are there and hungry and looking for food. That So the blue ocean strategy means you can be within the crowded ocean and there's a reason you want to be within it. I'll explain that in my points. And then you carve out a space that is distinctively for and about you so that within that red ocean, you have an oasis that's only for you and there's plenty of food for just you to eat. Hence, the ocean remains blue. In other words, there's food in that ocean that none of the other fish is trying to eat and only you're eating it. So you're not competing with anybody because nobody else is trying to eat the food that you're eating. It's food that's specifically for you. So again, do not take this simplified explanation of the Blue Ocean strategy to be a substitute for you reading the actual book. And don't even take this entire episode to be a substitute for you reading the book. If I mention a book here, go get it and read it. If you are serious about your craft, I shouldn't even have to tell you that. Now, getting into these points today, once again, is how to create your Blue Ocean. Point number one, find a space where activity is already happening. Yes, you heard me correctly. This is the part of the blue ocean strategy that people don't quite understand. I'm going to explain it here today. When you are creating a blue ocean, folks, a blue ocean does not mean you go to a place where there is no competition and there are no other fish trying to eat. Don't do that. You don't want to do that. You want to go to a place where there are other fish, where they are actively eating. You want to go where there is competition. See, some people think they want to go somewhere where there's no competition whatsoever so they can completely dominate that space and not have anyone to compete against. Let me tell you why this is a bad idea that will generally put you out of business relatively quickly. If there is no competition in your market, meaning there are no other businesses trying to sell the same thing that you're selling, you know what that also means? That means that there are also no customers. 
See, when you step into a space and there are no other companies selling anything similar to what you're selling, that also means there are no buyers buying what you're selling. Because if there were buyers, there would be sellers. And there are sellers, that means there are buyers. So if you go somewhere where there are no sellers, that means by definition, there will also be no buyers. Everybody understand this? Now, some of you may be thinking, you may be thinking a step ahead of me. You're clever. You said, oh, well, Dre, I'll go to a place where there are no sellers and I will create my space and I will attract the buyers to me. That sounds like a great idea. Let me tell you why that's also not the best idea. It's not an impossible idea, but it's not the best idea. Because if you go to a place and you try to create a market that does not currently exist, you know what's going to happen? You are probably not smarter than the last 200 years of humanity, which means you're coming up with an idea that is not brand new. It has been tried. It has proven that it doesn't produce money, which is why nobody else is doing it. It's not that you're the first one to come up with it. I'm going to make the guess that you're not smarter than the last 200 years of humanity and the last 200 years of selling and marketing. If I'm wrong, then you are free to go and prove me wrong. And then you should start your own show and explain why I was wrong. What I mean by this is when there is a market, that means there are people who are already spending money for the thing that you're doing. And that means someone already thought of it and someone is already doing it. And again, they may not be doing it the exact way that you're going to do it and hopefully not as well as you can do it, but they have already cracked the code of showing the world that there is something that you would want to spend money on. And it's this thing over here. You want to step into that space and then you're going to do what I'm going to tell you in points number two and three in order to carve out the space that is specifically for you. But the point here in point number one is to make sure you understand this. Never step into a market that does not already exist, because what you would need to do if you did that is create a market from scratch, which can be extremely time consuming and very financially consuming. It can cost you a lot of money and time to create a market from scratch, because what you would need to do is educate the world as to why they need to do the thing that you are asking them to do, not just that they can do it with you. Let's say if someone wants to sign up for a gym, all right, most people already understand the concept of having a gym membership. They understand what happens in a gym and they understand generally what they would do if they were to go to a gym. All right, almost everyone listening to this understands the concept, even if you are not currently a customer or a client of a gym, but everybody understands how it works. Now, if you were to create a brand new market of something that does not currently exist, the first thing you would have to do is get the world to understand and accept the thing that you are about to sell. Before they buy it, you got to get them to understand it. And then you got to get them to appreciate its value. And then you got to get them to accept that they probably need it. Then you can make money. Now, how much of your resources would it take for you to get all those three things in? Understanding, appreciation, and exception. Those cost a lot of time and they cost a lot of money. Let me think of an industry that is relatively new that did something like this in order to get people to understand, appreciate, and accept the market. So let's think about the bottled water industry. Those of you who remember, maybe we go back to maybe the 90s, 1990s, around that time. Before that, up to that point, if someone wanted to drink water, generally what you did was you just turned on the faucet in your kitchen and you poured the water into the glass and you drank it. That was pretty much it. Now, there were some people, it wasn't widespread, but there were a good amount of people who would get water filters and they would filter their water. So you pour the water into a pitcher and the pitcher would have a filter on it, or you could put a filter onto your, the spout in your kitchen sink and they would filter the water so that you were drinking filtered water instead of just quote unquote regular tap water. Now, that was the start of the bottled water industries. The bottled water industries grand plan was to get people to understand they had to break your false belief. Your false belief was it's okay to drink water out of the tap. There's nothing wrong with it. They had to break that false belief and install a new belief that drinking water out of the tap was very harmful to you. 
It could kill you. It would destroy your brain cells. It would make you sick. It'll kill your kids, et cetera, et cetera. They had to take time and they had to spend a lot of money to get people to understand, appreciate and accept that. Once people accepted that, then they were able to take them to the next step, which is, okay. now you got to do something about that tap water. Here's a filter or here you can buy bottled water. Water is already in a bottle. It comes from a Poland spring. All right. It comes from some place where it had deers and mountains. All right. And that's all bullshit. It's really just municipal tap water. That's what it is. It's tap water. They just put it in a bottle and give it a fancy name that makes it sound like it comes from some faraway place and you spend money on it. That's really what the bottled water industry is. It's a great mental psyop is what the bottled water industry is. And you're drinking water out of plastic, which is probably just as, if not more harmful than drinking water out of a kitchen faucet. But anyway, different conversation for a different day. But what they did was they basically hoodwinked people mentally into thinking that you're doing something healthy by drinking water out of a damn plastic bottle that's disintegrating every minute that the water is disintegrating plastic. But again, different conversation for a different day. What the bottled water industry did successfully was teach people that drinking water out of a tap was a bad idea and thus you needed an alternative. And then they happened to be the ones providing the alternative, which is buying water out of bottles. What I suggest you do today, if you don't want to drink tap water, that's fine. You need to get yourself an aqua true water filter, which costs less than bottled water because you don't have to keep buying cases. It produces a lot less waste. So you're not throwing plastic bottles away all the time or putting them into recycling bins and they don't even get recycled most of the time. You have one filter, one water filter machine. You pour tap water into it. It produces clean, filtered, purified water, and there's no waste. How about that? So you can get your aqua true water filter. There's a link down below in the description. They're one of the sponsors of Work On Your Game. So just go to workonyourgame.com slash AT, which stands for aqua true. Workonyourgame.com slash AT stands for aqua true. That is not a, I didn't even plan it. It just happened to be something I'm talking about in this point. So that's one way you can create a brand new market, but you need to understand the bottled water industry spent millions of dollars and many years teaching people like you and me to believe that there was something wrong with tap water. Now, personally, I don't actually believe there's anything wrong with tap water, even though I'm an aqua true water filter user. If I had to drink tap water all day, I would be completely fine and I would do it and I wouldn't think twice about it. Many people don't think that way because the bottled water industry successfully taught people that there is something wrong with the water coming out of the tap. And depending on where you live, there can be something wrong with the water coming out of the tap. So let me make sure I add that in. Give you another example of a company that had to create a new market. Think of the smartphone. So Apple pioneered the smartphone. And what they did was a little bit different than a bottled water industry because they weren't really creating a brand new thing out of nothing. They weren't just taking an idea and saying, don't do that, do this. They were taking something that we had already accepted and they just expanded upon it. So we already had the idea of mobile phones. At the time that the iPhone came out, we were all very familiar with the mobile phone because you had a bunch of phones that had been out that were becoming more high tech. So the first regular cell phones people had, you look at, let's say the mid to late nineties and going into the early 2000s, we had cell phones that did text messages and phone calls. For the most part, all of us had access to a phone that could do that. And the iPhone did have that. But what the iPhone also did was combine the iPod, which was a pocket sized MP3 player that could hold thousands of songs on it. It took the iPod, which we had accepted was a great idea, great breakthrough. And Apple had to spend a lot of money on marketing and teaching the world that they should want one of these things because it wasn't a common thing at the time. It was an MP3 player. It wasn't the first ever, but they pioneered it and they dominated that market. And then they took the computer, the web browser that we all were familiar with, but we were used to using computers on a desktop. You had to be sitting down in a seat or maybe if you had a laptop, but it was a big bulky notebook size or bigger device that you could get on the internet with. All Steve Jobs did was 
And I say all as if it was very simple, but all he did was take these three concepts, a cell phone, an MP3 player, and a web browser. And he combined them all into one device. And any of you who is not familiar with your marketing history, any of you who's in the marketing world, you should know your marketing history. You should go online, go to YouTube and look up the presentation when Steve Jobs introduced the iPhone. It is a legendary marketing presentation, one of the most legendary presentations in the history of marketing. You should know about it if you're in the marketing space because you need to know the history of where things come from, especially those of you who have iPhones. You don't even know the presentation when he introduced the iPhone. You need to know about it because the way he presented it, Steve Jobs did what I tell you all great experts in their field do. He simplified and clarified what that device was and made it easy for even a fifth grader to understand what it was by, again, he repeated over and over again, a web browser, an MP3 player, and a phone. And it's, again, a legendary presentation. So go look that thing up on YouTube if you have not seen it yet or before. Even if you've seen it before, go look it up again and watch it again. The whole point is you don't want to be stepping into a market where the market does not already exist unless you happen to have the genius of Steve Jobs and the resources of a company like Apple. If you don't have that, you don't want to do this. See, in that case, again, you're creating a market from scratch and you may not have the resources or the time, time being one of your resources to do that, to educate the world on why they should want that thing. Now, every once in a while, this can work and you hit the lottery, you introduce something brand new to the world. They realize that they want it and you can dominate that market because you were the first one to market. But often first one to market is the person with all the arrows in their back and they die because they take all the bullets trying to teach something new to the world and the world does not want to hear it. And then everybody else comes on the back end. And they make all the money. So you don't want to be the first one. There's an entire graveyard of entrepreneurs who thought they were going to create a brand new market that did not already exist, and they all were wrong. So when you walk past the cemetery, the entrepreneurship cemetery, you are stepping over their bones, their fossils, uh, because they're dead, because they died trying to prove it. All right. So get rich or die trying. Most of them died. All right. They didn't get rich. They died trying. All right. You don't want to be that person. Step into a market that already exists. Question. Are you looking for a health and wellness upgrade that's as easy as sipping your morning coffee? Or if you're like me, you don't even drink coffee. Meet AG1, the superhero of all-in-one supplements. With just one scoop a day, you'll experience a powerhouse blend of 75 essential nutrients, vitamins, and minerals that will have you feeling like you can leap tall buildings in a single bound. You can feel like it though, you don't even have to try it. AG1 is your personal health sidekick, packed with prebiotics, probiotics, and digestive enzymes to support optimal gut health. Now, what exactly does all that mean? That means you can say goodbye to those pesky nutrient gaps that you have in your system right now. And you probably don't even know it and say hello to a vitality boost that will make you feel like you have superhuman strength. And this is all natural, clean stuff. But wait, there's more. When you take the leap and join the AG1 revolution right now, you'll unlock an incredible offer. You will enjoy a free one-year supply of vitamin D, which is a vital nutrient for a strong immune system and strong bones with your first order. Plus, you're going to receive five free AG1 travel packs, which are perfect for staying on top of your health routine wherever life takes you. So if a comprehensive solution is what you need from your supplement routine, you're tired of having to pack eight pills and nine different supplements every time you go somewhere or every time you wake up in the morning you got to take all these different pills you don't even know what they are you can't remember what's what you don't even know what the ingredients are on these things say goodbye to all of that and try ag1 and get a free one-year supply of vitamin d and five free ag1 travel packs with your first order go to drinkag1.com work on your game that's drinkag1.com work on your game check it out and start your journey to a healthier happier you.
Your body will thank you for joining the AG1 Super Squad. Point number two. Today's topic, once again, is how to create your blue ocean for your business. Number two, identify what is happening in that ocean that you can diverge from. In other words, what makes you different and unique and new compared to what already exists in the current red ocean? So when you step in a red ocean, before the other fish start killing you because they want to stop you from getting to the food, ask yourself, what can you do in this market that is different from what everybody else is doing so that you are not participating in the bloodbath of fish killing each other in the red ocean? This is where you have to differentiate yourself. And there are two ways to go about this, and you can do this from opposite ends. One way is to look at yourself and simply decide, what are you going to do differently than what already exists? All right, here's what everybody else is already doing. Why don't I just do it this way? The other way is to look at what already exists and figure out what they don't have or what they are not doing that you do have or that you can do or what they are doing that you will not do. Either one. How are you going to differ based by looking at them as opposed by looking at you? This way is sometimes easier because then you're not creating your idea from scratch. See, if you're stepping into the red ocean and trying to create an idea from scratch, you're just going to decide, okay, I'm just going to come up with something and it's going to be different from what everybody else is doing. This is harder than doing it the other way. The other way is when you say, all right, here's what everybody else is doing. Let me find the cracks in their process. Let me find the holes in their walls. Let me find the fly in the ointment and figure out how I can improve on what they are missing. What are they not doing that I can do? What do the customers want from them that they are not getting that I can actually provide? So I'll be an improvement on them knowing that people already want this because the customers have already made it clear that they want it. See, this is just simple market research. Look at what already exists and you are simply finding and filling the available empty spaces. Again, you can look at what people are already doing and just find what they're missing, find the holes in their processes. This is your opportunity. Either way, you have to identify what will make you different from what already exists. And again, this must be a true differentiator. It can't be something so simple and basic that your competition is just look at what you're offering and add it to their own mix tomorrow morning. All right, so if they can just look at it and see what you're doing and say, all right, we'll go do that, then it's over. You, you don't really have a differentiator. It needs to literally be different. So if any of you watch Shark Tank, and if you're an entrepreneur, you should watch Shark Tank. This is a very informative show when it comes to entrepreneurship and business in general, from the people knowing their numbers to the questions that investors want to ask of you if they're interested in investing in your business, to how people present their businesses, to people just explaining their business models. It's a lot of things you can learn from it and be entertained at the same time. So on the Shark Tank TV show, often what happens is someone will come in there with a product, especially when they have some type of food product. This happens often with food products. There's one of the sharks named Kevin O'Leary, also known as Mr. Wonderful. He's created and sold several businesses, how he made his money. And I believe he created and sold a company called The Learning Company. And that was one of the ways that he start as far as being a good millionaire, billionaire entrepreneur. And whenever someone comes with a food product, he's often the one who says something like, and actually he does this with uh, smaller products and anything retail based is really his thing. Anything that's a retail product, whether it's food, a widget, a toy, something like that. He says, some people over in China or some of the big supermarket, if you have food, he says some supermarket company, because the margins there are razor thin, margins are like one or 2% in the supermarket. And those of you who don't know what that means, margin simply means how much money is left over after you sell and then you pay for the fulfilling of the sale. And the margin being 1%, meaning if you sell a product for $100, the money that you actually take home in your pocket is $1, which is 1% of $100. That's the kind of margins you have in the supermarket space. And he's not exaggerating. That's the real number. The margins in the supermarket space are like 1%. So 
So you sell $100 worth of product, you actually take home literally $1. And he explains that. And he'll say that about in retail spaces, stuff like that as well. He says some company that's watching this on TV right now is going to just knock off your product. In other words, they're going to make a cheap copy of your same product and they're going to put you out of business. They'll completely crush you like the cockroach that you are. That's the phrase that he uses. He uses that phrase all the time. So if you watch Shark Tank, you'll hear him say that oftentimes. The whole point being your true differentiator needs to be a true differentiator, not just you saying that you're different just because you believe it. Nobody cares what you believe. Can you prove that you're different? Can you be different in such a way that someone can look at your product and they can't copy it, even though they see exactly what it is and they know you're succeeding with it? Can you do that? If not, then you're not truly differentiated. And so it needs to literally be different. For example, what I do here as a coach, even here on this show, is based on the fact that I am a professional athlete. I'm willing to talk about subjects that many people are unwilling to talk about. And I like to look at things as objectively and straight up and down as possibly, objectively and logically as possible. Now, while none of the things that I just said is necessarily a breakthrough idea, the combination of all of them makes me unique because there are so few people who are either A, capable or B, willing to do that. Not all of them all together. There are some people who have some of those, but not many people have all of them. So even though I'm openly telling you what differentiates me, I have little competition because how many people do you know can and will do it? Not many. See, how many do you know will talk about the things that I talk about in the way that I talk about them. Not many, at least not publicly, they won't do it. Very few. So when I say a true differentiator, it need not be some secret formula, like formula for Coca-Cola, but it does need to be something that cannot be easily duplicated or copied. It needs to actually be unique, truly unique, so that, again, even if people can see it, they can't do anything to copy it. You know those days in your life when you don't really feel like being at work, you don't really feel like doing the job that you're required to do, but you have to do it anyway. Yeah, those days. We call those days the third day. Everyone has them no matter what it is that you do. And you need to, if you're going to be a professional, have a system for getting through those days because they're going to happen. I wrote a book called The Third Day, the decision that separates the pros from the amateurs that systematically and strategically coaches you on how to get through those days so you can give your best effort when you least feel like it. I will give you a free copy of the book. Again, it's called The Third Day. All you have to do is cover the shipping and go to thirddaybook.com. Again, that's thirddaybook.com. Get a free copy of that book, How to Separate Yourself, the Pro, from the Amateurs by showing up and giving your best effort when you least feel like it. Just go to thirddaybook.com. Point number three. Today's topic, once again, is how to create your own blue ocean for your marketing and business. Number three. Make your marketing focus on emphasizing the difference and making sure everyone understands that difference. Let's remember what marketing is, is the relationship you have with your public, whether it be people who already know you, people who just got to know you and people who don't know you at all. One of the reasons that I put this show out as often as I do every single day is because it's part of my marketing mix that I put the show out every day. Any subject you could possibly ask me about, I have probably done an episode on that subject. So every day I'm giving myself another opportunity to do what? to get myself seen, heard, and known by someone who otherwise may not have known about me and to reinforce the idea of who I am and what I'm about with people who have heard me before. So I'm just continuing to market. This is part of my marketing mix is to give you this show on a daily basis. That doesn't mean you have to have a show that comes out every day. You want to do once a week, do once a week, whatever it is you want to do, but it needs to fit what you're trying to do marketing-wise and business-wise. So every day, because my unique ability is my approach, not necessarily the subject matter, I'm giving my unique ability more exposure to more people because my approach is the unique ability. It's not the topic. 
because you notice that I'll jump around on this show from a marketing topic to a mindset topic to some social issue to who knows what else I'll talk about, anything in between. But it's not always the same topic as far as like industry and line of work. Because one day I might talk about publishing books and next day I might talk about courses. Next day I'm talking about coaching. They are all under the umbrella of business, but there's it's different aspects to business. It's my approach that makes me unique. It's not the subject matter itself, even though I am pretty damn good at the subject matter. So even if you skip around on the show, let's say you just turn to the feed, you just skip around on different episodes and you pick and choose which ones to listen to. My unique ability is the same regardless of the subject. That's the key. This is why I use other social media applications. When I get on an app like X, formerly known as Twitter, I do the same thing there that I do here on the show, just in a different format. And it gets a different kind of response because it's a different format. I respond to other people's posts on there. I ask questions. I offer pushback. I objectively challenge things that I see other people posting. The same stuff that I do here, I just do it in a different way and with people who I don't even know and who don't know me. But I'm exposing my unique ability in the exact same way. And the people who want it come further, deeper into my world. And the people who don't want it, they go the opposite direction. This is how it works. There's just different formats for doing it. But I know what makes me unique. I know what the unique ability is. And the more I emphasize it, the better I do. Simple how it works. All that said, let's recap today's class, which is how to create your blue ocean in business. First, getting clear on what the blue ocean is, the space that you occupy within a red ocean where the food is only for you and you are not in a bloodbath against all the other fish for limited resources. Number one, find a space where activity is already happening. Yes, you want to go where there is already business taking place because that means there are buyers. If there are no buyers, that's the reason why there are no sellers. And if there are no sellers, that means there are no buyers. You don't want to get into that space unless you have the time and the money to invest in educating the public as to why they want your thing. And most entrepreneurs who I know, you're probably not in that space. Number two, identify what is happening that you can diverge from. What can you do that makes you different from everybody else out there? Either figure out what you already bring that's different or look at what everybody else is doing and see what are they missing that you can bring to the table. Number three, make your marketing focus on emphasizing this difference and making sure everyone understands this difference. So you believing that you are different is one thing. Getting other people to understand and believe that you're different is a whole other thing. So one of the reasons I put the show out consistently is so people can get exposed to and they can experience my unique ability. And my unique ability, again, is no fluff, straight to the point, brass tacks, no BS, no dancing around topics and being willing to talk about things that a lot of people are not willing to talk about. Again, people can see that and they know it, but they can't duplicate it and they can't beat me at it because I'm doing things that they won't do. And this is a way that you create your blue ocean. That out the way, folks. Make sure you have text me to get my text community. My number is down below in the description. And work on your game university. That is the place where I do all my coaching. If you would like to be coached by me directly, you want to help me help you find your blue ocean and your space so that you don't feel like you're competing against everybody. You don't feel like you're just putting stuff out there and nobody's paying attention and it's not bringing you the revenue or the attention or the eyeballs that you want. You want to get rid of those problems. Go to workonyourgameuniversity.com. See what we're doing in the program. Hit the button on that page. Schedule a time to get on a call for free and we'll take it from there. Work on your game university.com work on your game dre all day while you are here don't forget to text me so you can be part of my texting community where you can ask me questions you can share challenges with me you are messaging me directly you can get a direct response from me because i do read and reply to my messages my number again 305-384-6894 one more time 305-384-6894 make sure you text me because you never know and I'm going to send a message that could be the one thing you need to hear, the one thing you need to do, the one insight you need to get that could change your life. Make sure you message me. 305-384-6894. 
People often ask me, Dre, is there any way that I could work with you directly? Is there any way that I could talk to you on a regular basis? Just ask you questions, share with you what I'm doing and just get your feedback and your insight on where I'm going personally and professionally. The answer is yes. And the further answer is there's only one place to do that. That is work on your game university. That's the only place I do any coaching. It's the only place I work with anyone directly. All you have to do to get involved in the university is go to work on your game university.com. There you'll see all your options, whether you want to schedule a call with us, join one of our group programs, and we go from there. I'll see you inside. Again, that's work on your game university.com.